0: Welcome to episode 125 of Tim Talk, the podcast about the DC animated universe, co-created by Bruce Timm. I am Chris Lord. I'm Cameron Dexter. And it's 125. It's 125. Yeah. It is the time of 125. <laughs> it's 125 a.m. It is a I'm nice amazed I'm still awake. Yes. Nice breezy twilight. <laughs> uh, no, that's the furthest thing from the truth. It's 5 p.m. on a Monday, and it's hotter than hell in my apartment. It is. I tried to do the aircon. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Usually you can tell the temperature
1: outside by the length of our episodes. Yeah. So the shorter ones, it's definitely sweltering.
0: This one's going to be a short one. Yeah. <laughs> we're
1: Thanks very, for listening, everyone.
0: Yeah. It's been a real pleasure. Yeah. We just had to get this out so it officially happened mm-hmm. and we're done. We'll be back uh, with the 126 uh, next week. There was some Zeta. Uh, things happened in the it news. It was still bad. Yeah. And we we're plugging hard. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, we're, we're, we're back. We're going to be talking Zeta again. I... We'll get to this. I actually kind of like don't, these
1: episodes. Don't don't even try to <laughs> lie to yourself like you, this. Chris. You had a
0: week off, Cameron. You had a week away yes, from Zeta.
1: And it was so wonderful. <laughs> it's just like to breathe. I'm sure it's just like a prisoner that gets like uh well, like off site whatever it is. Uh or they like have an off-site job. Like
0: time off? I don't no, know. No, 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 no. Where they works. where they have a
1: like like a temp job outside of the
0: walls. Okay. Like they get to go out into the real world for yeah. a little bit and then it just makes them miss the real world.
1: Well, it not only does it make them miss the real world, but coming back is always so much, that much worse. harder. Yeah. Cause you get to see what else is out there. You, you had the joy. Well, I got of- to see the world outside of Zeta.
0: You get to see the light. Yes. through The darkness. I had my Shawshank <laughs> moment. <laughs> it's just cameras standing in the rain. Just so happy to not be talking. Covered in shit. <laughs> I don't know. I, I actually, coming back into the episodes, I think I appreciated them more because I had a little bit of time away.
1: What is there to appreciate? I actually thought there was some decent stuff in these. Oh, I mean, one of these episodes is the plot that you brought up a few weeks ago. And they still didn't do it. And they still didn't, yeah.
0: They still didn't do it, I know. And Ro, the hypocrite bitch she is. <laughs> she kind of is. Yeah. But we'll get to that. We'll do again. It's hotter than hell. We're gonna try to make this a little bit quicker this week. Let's do. We'll do a little bit of news here. A little bit of news. Um, as of recording this episode, just this morning, the new Kingsman trailer yes. came out. AKA Kingsman Three. He is
1: the Bat Man. The Bat Yes. Do you think? He's the King's
0: Man. Do you think there's going to be a moment where Ray finds like ca- like just towers over someone and just goes, "I'm Kingsman." Yes. Oh, for sure. I uh, cannot wait.
1: With his World War One style grappling hook. Yes.
0: he's like, mm-hmm. hand-crank it to wind mm-hmm. up.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just a fishing rod. It's
0: just a really big spring. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what did you think of the trailer?
1: I honestly didn't think it was part of Kingsman. I thought it was just a playoff. Right? On- yeah, I thought it was yeah. just a happy coincidence. Because they showed, like, three different emblems, none of which line up with the one that we know from Kingsman
0: did they show other emblems? They, oh, they, they showed the, like, like on the coat rings. of arms. Yeah. Yeah. Like they that. show yeah.
1: rings, which have an emblem and then they showed something else, which was a different emblem. You're right. You're right. Uh, and then finally at the
0: very end, they go to the suit, the tailor shop, the tailors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the, the symbols there and then it's in the, the title card as well. I didn't even think about that. You're right.
1: Yeah. And so I'm like, is this just a very weird coincidence that it's another secret group of British agents? <laughs> it's
0: pure happenstance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it definitely felt like it was distancing itself from the previous movies. Mm-hmm. Like the whole bulk of the trailer did not feel like a Kingsman trailer. It was like this world war one action adventure storyline.
1: Yeah. It's like a, it's almost like a spy versus spy world war one.
0: Yeah. And there's like, it's
1: like, yeah, here's the big thing. But what we're dealing with is actually way behind the scenes. Yeah. Cause it, it felt way more espionage than, than yeah, the other ones. The,
0: yeah. The implications certainly seemed to be that this was like the, the conflict Happening behind World War One, or maybe mm-hmm. like it's just set after, right after World War One. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure Rasputin's in it. Cool, right? Like yeah. the, the guy with the sword, he was yeah, like twirling around. I'm pretty sure that's Rasputin.
1: That's awesome. Is Anastasia in it?
0: Uh yes. Cool. This is just a remake. It's a fox. I mean, it's a Fox property, is it? yeah. So it could be. So it's a Disney property. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, this is true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this could be the the live action remake of Anastasia that no one was asking it, it, for. Uh, it would
1: not surprise me if the love interest was Anastasia
0: could. Yeah, that's true. That would actually kind of fit tonally with the previous movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, also I think that Ray finds actually the new Bartok. What? Bartok. Hmm. The little white bat from Anastasia. Oh,
1: I, I did not know his name. What? It's been a very long time since I've watched Anastasia. Yeah. Same. Yes. You have a much better memory than I do. You didn't
0: have like all the Anastasia
1: toys. No, I had the one where it was Rasputin and he would collapse.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. I had the
1: button at the bottom, and then you'd like go the button, and he'd re- rebuild himself. Was that
0: an actual normal toy, or was that like a Burger King toy? I think that's a Burger King toy. I feel like Anastasia and Toy Story were like two of the last movies that had Burger King toys or like ha- like Happy Meal toys that were on par with normal toys. Mm-hmm. Well, do you actually know why? No. Well,
1: why Burger King stopped doing it? Why? Uh, so in two thousand one, Disney and McDonald's had a huge agreement where. Uh, basically there used to be a, a McDonald's at every Disney park mm. because of That's right. this contract they had. So they had exclusive rights to promote all movies through toys, yeah. which lasted until like 2008 or nine, I want to say.
0: Oh, I didn't realize it lasted that long.
1: Yeah. It was, it was a long, con- I think it was a 10 year contract. So maybe it started in 1998 or 1999. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they had exclusive rights to all Disney things. And to the point where like they were, I think when animal kingdom opened, uh there was either a place that sold labeled McNuggets or it was labeled McDonald's fries.
0: I think it was the fries. I feel like I someone told me that piece of trivia recently when I said mm-hmm. it was at Disneyland. It's probably you. It was probably me. It's probably you. <laughs> Who else do I talk to that much about
1: Disney? Right. Honestly. Um But yeah, there's there's your little Disney fact of the day.
0: Wait, so that's why Burger King stopped doing it was because of the exclusive contract? Yeah. But yes. then, was it just, like, a cost thing that they eventually stopped making the really cool toys? which was just, like, people weren't buying enough Happy Meals to justify the expense? Uh, probably. Okay. And, I mean,
1: there was a point where they definitely lowered in quality. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that was just Disney being like,
0: don't cost, don't make us burn money. Right. Don't cost us anymore. more. I feel like it was, like, the mid-90s was at the time they, they mm-hmm. started cutting back on that. Well, I mean,
1: I, the peak was definitely when they made Beanie Baby Junior's.
0: Oh, that, that was the Christ. McDonald's peak.
1: Yeah. The Beanie Baby Juniors. And then the Burger King peak, because I actually just had a conversation about this last week. Of course you did. Uh, was, I don't know if you ever got these because you weren't as into the franchise, but when Pokemon the first movie came out, mm-hmm. you could buy a gold-plated, quote-unquote, gold-plated Pokemon card. That would, you could store inside a giant Pokeball, a metallic Pokeball. This sounds familiar. And they were so cool. There was uh, Pikachu, Charizard, Mewtwo, uh, and I want to say Blastoise. Maybe it was just the three. Um, but yeah, they were highly sought-out sought collector's items. Yeah. And I think they still are. Because awesome. I, had, I had the Charizard one. I have no idea where it is anymore. Somewhere in my parents' house.
0: I, yeah, I'm I was... sorry,
1: Mom, I didn't keep track of it.
0: <laughs> Find it. It's probably worth something. It's probably worth, like, 20 bucks. You never know. Yeah. Like, we... Because uh, I was never into Pokemon, really. My brother collected a lot of the cards. He had some really rare ones, too. Like, he had one of the... Was it, like, the, the, the foil Charizards? Yeah,
1: holographic Charizards. Holographic
0: Charizard. We had, like, a lot of really valuable cards. They just sat in, a, a, like, a box for years. And then we gave them to my cousin. And we we're like, oh, we probably should just, like, try to sell those. Because I think there was definitely some stuff in there worth some money.
1: Well, that was... My mom gave away all of our Disney VHSs. Mom... Cause I know you're listening to this part. Uh, she gave them to my cousin and my cousin just gave him away. Like uh, that they're worth money now.
0: So, okay. The, oh, I think the worst example I have of this was we were cleaning out my brother's closet before we were moving out of the house I grew up in. So this is only like four years ago, mm-hmm. but in his closet, he had an original Woody doll. Oh dang. In box. Still mm-hmm. unopened inbox. Like the, from toy story one. Yeah. And I'm, Pretty sure as my mom just like wrote in Sharpie on it, Goodwill.
1: Oh no. And I was like,
0: oh my God, why? That why? guy probably
1: made like a hundred dollars.
0: Why the fuck would you do that? But it's like, imagine what that would have been worth without the fucking Sharpie writing on it. Yeah. It probably would have been worth quite a bit. And mm-hmm. I was like, God damn it. Why? Probably Al, Al from Al's Toy barn bought it. I'm sure he did. I don't know. Our closet's full of that sort of stuff. I think mm-hmm. at some point when my dad retires, he's going to start wading through it. And I mean literally wading through it because there's so much
1: fucking yeah. stuff I mean, I there. carry my my Mew card with me at all times still. Do you? I do. It's in my wallet. I mean, you, we, I can pull I, it out. No,
0: I'm not, give, I'm not giving you the look like I'm doubting you. I 100% believe this is true. <laughs> yeah, it's my good luck card. That was my version of like the... Bless your heart.
1: Yeah, bless your heart. Look, they gave out a Mew card, a very special, special ancient Mew card during the first Pokemon movie in theaters run, uh, and yeah, I still hold that very near and dear. <laughs>
0: is it worth anything?
1: No, I oh, mean okay. it's in horrible condition because it's yeah, it's, it's your, just a little too big for a credit
0: card slot. Yeah, so it's a little bit frayed on the yeah. sides. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of laughing because like the cliche is like guys will carry like a condom in their wallet. Hmm. Like, I call it the anti-condom. <laughs> You're getting dangerously close to having sex and you pull out the car. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I know what I
1: need in this situation.
0: <laughs> I need my good luck Pokemon card. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Cameron, I, I love you for being you. Yes.
1: So Kingsman is great. Yeah. I it mean, great.
0: I'm excited for it. Um, I mean, look, Kingsman two is not spectacular. I rewatched it not too long it ago. It has.
1: I remember it having like one or two good action sequences. It has
0: some. It has some really good action sequences. The opening car chase is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, as is the the big shootout at the end. All done to. Uh, oh Saturn yeah, all the head blowing for a fight. up. Oh no, heads blowing up is the first one. Oh, that's the first. one. Kingsman Two is oh, when. Oh, or
1: Knife Knifey Girl.
0: No, no, that's also Kingsman One. Is that really Kingsman Two? It is the first it's one. You're the, right. It's the guy yeah, like yeah, yeah. Charlie, the like the guy who was kicked out of the program in the first one. He's got the robot arm. And it's yeah, him I remember and the robot fight. dogs mm-hmm. fighting um, Eggsy and Harry as they siege Julianne Moore's, like, compound in the right. Amazon. And so while and while that's going on, Elton John, like, actual real Elton John, is, yes, like, off I in remember. the bowling yeah. alley playing the piano or whatever. And so they have an Elton John song playing to this, like, really amazingly choreographed fight sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's some stuff's pretty good, but just, it's a little overly long, and there's just some weird stuff well, yeah they kill land. off
1: the best character immediately the girl
0: oh i know i mean she was so cool it's it's possible she may come back but because they've already done that once before you kind of feel like mm-hmm. they're probably not going to do it again right
1: before the explosion we trapped her body in gelatin
0: yeah that's exactly but it. she Don't,
1: lost her memory
0: <laughs> we've moved beyond just being able to resurrect people after gunshot wounds that head we can actually rebuild them after they've been blown apart yes Uh, yeah, I was so sad to see her go. Cause I also, I love that in the first movie they set up the two of them having a platonic friendship.
1: Yes. And that it's so rare in film. It is.
0: It's really, I mean, especially when it's like two people that are that good looking, which that's everyone in film, but Mm -hmm. like, and then that genre too, like that was a really clever subversion. Like, Oh, they're just legitimately like really best friends and they have a great rapport. And then to take that off the table was just kind of a disappointment. Yeah. But this one looks a lot different. I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. And then, so, so is
1: the is the kind of the trainee? Is that supposed to be a young Colin Firth? I mean, he would, no, okay. he would have
0: to be super super young. That yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, yeah. Colin, yeah, I, continue, yeah.
1: I I I always want to think it's World War Two. Yeah, it's World War One. Yeah. But even yeah, then, okay. if it was
0: World War Two, he would have been born in like 19, like as it was ending. 1920. Yeah, yeah. Which means that by the time that Kingston rolled around, he would have been 90 years old. Looks great. Yeah. I mean, it's I don't I, I don't think there's anyone old enough in the first two Kingsman movies to be played by a younger version in this one because the time jump is
1: so great. Okay. Um, Who do you think is going to get the the line? Manners maketh
0: man. Ooh, I mean, it's, it's got to be someone's got to say it. It's got to be Ray Fiennes, right? right? I feel like yeah. you don't cast Ray Fiennes and not give him a line like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do I do love manners maketh the man. It's such a good line. I know. That's what I muttered myself every time I wear a suit. As you should. Yes. Anytime I'm about to punch someone in the face, I say that. <laughs> Every time you're about ready to start a bar fight? Yeah. You, you pull out your mute card, you kiss <laughs> it for luck, put it back in your wallet. Yep.
1: Well, that's just to make sure, you know, everyone takes a step back. <laughs> out of <laughs> that's just pure just, concern. Just to show
0: how serious you are. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then as you're going over and attempting to, like, close the, the patio doors... Of mm-hmm. flaming saddles. I'm assuming you're at flaming saddles. Well, of course. It's the only bar that exists in my mind.
1: Well, I need a place where I can swing a lot. <laughs> that's true. And those true. have the stripper poles. That's
0: true. They got stripper poles. They got rope swings. There's so many props there for a good fight sequence. Yeah. There's multiple tiers.
1: Honestly, that's where Titans should have a fight scene. Like, that's where yes. Dick Grayson would be at his peak in, yes. in combat.
0: Yes. Plus, then you could have this fantastic like, peanut gallery off to the side of a whole bunch of people just going, oh, it's my. Just you. It's just me. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's just me just staring at his butt. Well, I just want—I just
1: want the end of it because he—he beats everyone single-handedly. And Corey walks. Corey and Raven walk in. And like, do you want to explain how you know how to spin around a stripper pole so well?
0: It's like, oh, we—we mm-hmm. we know. He's like, oh, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> this is like once a month, once a month bonus training class. Yeah. <laughs> is he and Bruce went? Yeah, to it's, it's the full pole.
1: infiltration. You have to be able to 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 hide in any situation. He's like, uh, Bruce is like, I have it easy where I can just be a, I can be a connoisseur at a strip club, but you don't have that kind of money. You must work. You must, <laughs> you work, must work it. Work the pole. Yes.
0: <laughs> Wait, was it? I think there was a comic recently where Dick Grayson was undercover at a strip club. That'd be amazing. I'm pretty sure that is true. Or at least, Okay. I know there was a comic recently where uh, he was teaching gymnastics and he had a whole bunch of like his like female pupils were just staring at him oh, of course but i'm pretty sure he did actually go undercover as a stripper recently I, I am going to look that up i don't okay <laughs> i mean okay that was a long random tangent do you have any other major news topics <laughs> while well, i look this up real fast
1: uh i don't have a lot I've, i'm in deep comic-con prep
0: mode yes because I mean, that, this week is comic-con yeah that's part of it too is that like there's been no major news because comic-con's is like a week but yeah are you feeling ready
1: feeling good uh, I mean, as right is like be, limber and loose? I, I just messed up my knee, unfortunately. As Why? You, as you do that? As you can that? see, uh, all the blood oh, on God, your couch. Oh, God damn. Is this,
0: is that from kickball? <laughs>
1: oh, it's from kickball, yeah.
0: Did you, did you like try and slide? Did you hit no, someone? No, sliding you, is not did allowed. You, did you, get in a fight?
1: Yeah, I said manners make a man, and they immediately <laughs> knocked out my kneecap. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have time to pull out the, the Mew card, my secret <laughs> trump card. You've fallen straight into my trap card. <laughs>
0: Um, Sometimes I forget how dangerous kickball can get
1: Yeah, no, I went for a, a catch And I dove for it and landed on my knee But I caught that ball and Did I got you? That out. It was worth it? Oh yeah Did you guys win? We did Oh good Yeah, that was in no way like a deciding catch We were up maybe seven points But God damn it, I wasn't going to let them get another one
0: No, I mean, I
1: appreciate your commitment Thank you To the game Yes Um <laughs> But no, I'm I'm pumped for Comic Con. I have my list of exclusives. I got into uh a Lego exclusive time oh, slot. Oh, nice. Yeah. For but which
0: I, which Lego exclusive?
1: Uh the Captain Marvel one. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm really just excited for uh the cat. The the Sarlac. Not the Sarlac. Oh what, the Flurkin. The Flurkin. Oh, that's yeah. right. It
0: has the Flurkin cat. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh yeah, I'm pumped. I have my my list of panels I want to go to. Also, boom, here it is. Dick Grayson, stripper. That's so good.
0: Keep talking. Do you,
1: do you have the issue number?
0: Uh, I do. Uh, it is Nightwing number 38. Okay. Everyone be on the lookout. No, it, it came out like February of 2018. Everyone. Go, go hunt it down. How have you not told us about this? I, I feel like I must have mentioned this at some point. Um, I don't think you
1: have. I would have remembered this.
0: But, cause I remember this comics panel, so I've seen okay. this before, obviously, because I remembered it. Um, I might have to go track this down. Yeah, do it. Like right now. Are mm-hmm. you do you, are you fine just talking Zeta by yourself? No. <laughs> the apartment will set fire. Damn it. Does that have pure rage. <sighs> okay, I will I will postpone my hunt for mm-hmm. night when you were thirty eight. Yeah. But uh okay, so you got to uh, you got yourself a, a Lego exclusive slot.
1: Yeah. I got uh the thing probably I'm most excited to buy is uh because we've both weirdly loosely started to get into this. Uh, but Mondo is selling an exclusive Roger Rabbit, um, not poster vinyl.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, damn. The, yeah. For the 30
1: year anniversary. Yeah. Uh, I guess 31 year anniversary. Uh, so I'm going to try and get my hands on that. And then at some point buy a, a record player.
0: Oh yeah. I got to do that still too. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds amazing. I'm looking it up real quick. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I'm super oh, pumped for that oh so cool oh my god and then the yeah the record is bright pink
1: oh so that that's the normal one there's the oh, exclusive the, oh. one is is the green one is the it's oh this one. Oh, yeah. it's dip oh mm-hmm.
0: oh my god yeah it looks like the the top of a, a vat of dip yeah oh my god that's so fantastic but also now i know that this normal one exists yeah oh, okay yeah and it comes with uh, the dear jessica letter mm-hmm this is fantastic.
1: How I love thee. Let me count the ways. One 1,000. Two, two one, one thousand. thousand. Three one thousand. A four one thousand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. But yeah, uh, if, if anyone has any any like uh Comic Con things they want me to, to look at, I'll I'll try and be on my toes as much as I can for the con.
0: Yeah, uh, KT just texted me today. It's like, hey, anything you want me to pick up? I haven't responded yet because I don't, I can't think of anything.
1: Yeah. Why well, didn't? Uh, so the Batman Beyond panel is Thursday. Yeah. In Hall H. Damn. Yeah. Hall H is is really gone downhill this year. You're going,
0: right? I'm gonna try to. Okay. The
1: panel's at 12:30, and I get down there at 10:30.
0: Oh, uh, okay. So mm-hmm. I have to a just little, rush over. It's a little tight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you are our emissary down there now. You have to you have to carry the brunt of, oh. like, dragging the show on your back mm-hmm. for the next well, week. Well, there's
1: also so much Batman stuff because it's the anniversary of Beyond, but yeah. it's also the 30th anna- 80th of Batman, but the 30th of Tim Burton Batman.
0: Oh shit, that's right.
1: Yeah. So there's a bunch of Batman stuff going on. Yeah. There.
0: I think Wednesday night preview night there's a uh, like a whole event happening where Batman's getting inducted into like the inaugural like Comic-Con Hall of Fame or something like that. Jed messaged me about it. I'm like, that sounds amazing, but I can't get down there on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, also I'm not even going to Comic-Con. <laughs> so, oh my God. Yeah. So
1: there's the 80th anniversary. Yeah. There's the 30th anniversary. There's the 20th anniversary of beyond, um. Uh, and yeah, I think I think that's all And then Hush is obviously premiering on Friday, yes. yeah, yeah, which I might not be able to go to because I, I have to help with a Disney event. I mean, uh, I understand. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh, I might go to the second screening.
0: Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, no matter what, I'm going to have to wait for another like two months or whatever until it comes out to watch it anyways. Yeah. So and probably disappointed by it. Yeah. Yeah, probably. probably, but hey, you know what
1: they try so hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the Batwoman panel is—is is, they're showing the pilot oh, of Batwoman. Oh,
0: that's right. Yeah. I think
1: also in Hall H.
0: Yeah, I um, mean at this point, Comic Con is—it's you know—it's mostly TV takeover. I mean, that being said, the the Marvel panel is still going to be insane. Yeah. Oh yeah, Saturday so night. So Thursday, I just had my anniversary list. So
1: 12.15 to 1.15 is Batman 20th anniversary. Right after that is SpongeBob's 20th anniversary. Oh. Right after that is Dragon Ball Z's 30th anniversary. Oh, my God. After that is Home Movie's 20th anniversary.
0: So for all of you Cameron Stalkers out there, now you know exactly where he'll be all day Thursday. Yep. Go, just track, living go in the past. track him down. I'll just be time traveling. Just going to do the time warp again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Oh,
1: uh, they're doing a, the Pennyworth premiere as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah so Pennyworth is right before Hush. Uh, and then Batwoman is Saturday. It, I mean, my list is, is literally just Batman things.
0: Well, as it should be. Yeah. Yeah. You're a man in the field.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Oh, the one that I'm most excited for is... Uh, did you ever... Ha- I, I think I saw them on your bookshelf at one point. Those... Um, shakespearean star wars books
0: yeah i have the the first one
1: okay so the guy who wrote those just did a new one which they're performing at comic-con which is much ado about mean girls and so it's mean girls written in shakespearean uh literature oh and shakespearean iambic i'm so excited
0: uh i'm really really (laughs) hoping his next one is 10 things i hate about the shrew yes
1: well so mean girls isn't based off of anything though right Not that I'm aware of, Because a lot of of, people thought it... It it seems like it should be based off something Shakespeare because it's so close to 10 Things I Hate About You and She's the Man.
0: And also, uh, isn't Clueless based off of... Yes. it's like a classic film? What's it based off of? I can hear all the gays yelling at me. (laughs) But to be fair, they're always yelling at me. Right. Oh, it's based on Emma. Okay. Um, And wait, but what is oh emma's jane austen okay Mm -hmm. okay okay yeah but still um that's amazing though yeah very excited for that oh my god wait so that's the like the launch of the book is happening at comic-con
1: uh no the book's been out for a bit but they're doing a stage play of it yeah what Mm -hmm, at, at the horton grand
0: oh my god are you going do you have tickets i'm gonna
1: try to no it's just it's just a panel Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to try to make it out there. But I feel like Horton Grand, that's, that's a pretty far walk, isn't it?
0: That's, yeah, that's over by the mall. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. the Horton Grand Plaza, so it's a bit of a ways away. Yeah. Uh, but it's right by my favorite Brazilian steakhouse.
1: I know. You've mentioned
0: that a few times. Probably on this, and that sushi on this show. It too, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, is, it, is that Sushi Deli 2.0? Yeah, something like that. Say, yeah. Oh, man. I miss the food. I know. I think I'm going to miss the most, actually. You can come
1: down just for the food i just found out my friend is working the brooklyn 99 event oh really mm-hmm. yeah so nbc's kind of just taken over the main lot okay so they have a brooklyn 99 pop-up where i assume you're just going to walk through the precinct mm-hmm. uh they are bringing back the good place pop-up and then there's a th- oh a super is getting a pop-up which oh one okay. that I've, i watched the pilot and it just really didn't interest me
0: yeah but apparently it's it's pretty good it's been going yeah, for a yeah, while it's, doing, at this it's point. been gone
1: for a while yeah you know what show last tangent i'm sorry you know a show that i didn't realize it's still going tangent,
0: on what show uh suits oh just shit! It its is.
1: ninth season it
0: is yeah i feel like everyone just kind of forgot about it after uh megan markle and patrick j adams left yeah well i
1: mean it, it was because rec- obviously i watched all of white collar because it's an amazing show up to the end yeah up to the last season. I don't think I watched the last season.
0: Yeah, it's, it's got the exact finale you expect, and it wasn't particularly good. But yeah. otherwise,
1: that show is really fantastic. But right after I finished that, the only thing Netflix recommended me for probably two years was Suits. Suits.
0: Did you ever watch Burn Notice?
1: No, but that's another one I recommended.
0: Burn Notice is a lot of fun. Okay. Again, also not a great finale, mm-hmm. but it's a pretty fun show. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it, was, it was kind of
1: like white collar, psych, um, mm-hmm. uh, and then the other two we just mentioned
0: are all kind of in the same world. Yeah, there's a similar tone kind of going on through all of them. Yeah. Did you finish Psych? Did you watch all of it?
1: Uh, I did not watch Psych. I watched Psych's the first season.
0: Really good.
1: Yeah, I remember you used to talk about it all the time.
0: Yeah, it's like that in Californication. What show? And apparently Ray Gallo. the three things I can never stop talking about. Uh, wait, have you seen Californication? No, what is it? Tell me about it. It sounds like an amazing show, though. Uh, it's, it's not. <laughs> it sounds like a show that maybe the first four seasons, like a masterpiece. And that point on, it's like gut moments, but not great. Is that? I mean, it's
1: just, it's just a show about a narcissistic writer who sleeps with anything that moves.
0: Sounds great. I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. That takes place where we live. Oh, oh, even more so. I love to watch stuff where I live. Yeah. Like, like, oh, I've been there. Yeah, I know that place. Yeah, that's why I like Franklin and Bash so much.
1: That's why you're so excited for uh, something, something, something in Hollywood.
0: Once upon a time in Hollywood. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. Cannot wait. I'm very, I actually am incredibly excited for that.
0: No, I am as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just the, the Bruce Lee sequence alone in the trailer just looks fantastic. Yeah. Although it's, I've heard it's crazy, crazy long. That's fine.
1: I mean, I mean, for Tarantino, when you put out one movie every four years, like I'm fine with it being long.
0: Yeah. But I mean, it's only, it should only be long if it needs to be long. Yeah. Which I guess.
1: Well, because did you see um, Crazy Eight in IMAX? Not in IMAX. In oh, the hate in, in, uh, oh, in 75? Hateful Eight in. Oh, in 70 Millimeter? Yeah. I did. So, yeah, so you had the intermission.
0: Which I loved that actually. Same. Like, I loved going into that and having the overture in the beginning, mm-hmm. watching half the movie, having the intermission, like walking out, walking back in, and finishing it. I really loved that whole experience. I haven't watched the movie again since cause I'm worried I won't appreciate it as much without that built into it. Right.
1: Yeah, because he wrote it to have
0: that. Yeah. And so there was that big discussion with
1: Endgame oh, before of, like, will they will they add an intermission? Like, yeah. no, it, you, they shouldn't because they didn't plan for an intermission.
0: No, they didn't plan for one. And there's really no good point to do one in that movie because it, there's not a real great midpoint. I mean, it's mm-hmm. broken very cleanly into three acts, approximately an hour each. Yeah. But the, really, there's no good point to be like, you know, let's all go to the lobby and everyone shuffles out. Right. Yeah. What's the uh, the... I'm not going to talk about it. Let's talk about Zeta. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not important. I know. We said it was going to be a short news section. And technically it was. Yeah. It was we didn't talk else. about a lot everything of news. Everything else went long. Uh, so let's, let's jump into crime waves here. Uh, speaking of it being super hot in Los Angeles. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, because y- you made a reference that this was finally maybe going to do the plot that I've been wanting to see, mm-hmm. which is... is Robot this, rights. Yeah. It's like, is this finally going to address why humans are so terrible to robots? And the answer is not Really? Yeah. Sadly. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, Zeta and Roe are hanging out in on Malibu Island. Is that what it was called? It's called Malibu Island. Great. So,
1: does that mean... Yes, California did have the earthquake and it did drift off to the sea.
0: Uh, oh, I was going to say either that or... Uh, this, like the ocean levels rose to the point where now oh. only the only part of Malibu that's left is like one hillside. Okay. It's like a UC Pepperdine and now it's just like an internet cafe mm-hmm. surrounded yeah, by I mean, ocean. it all, it all is, yeah. Which actually that fits too because they even make a comment about how it's like, oh, it's like a nice 85 that at the coast and a pretty normal 110 in the valley. I know, I did, <laughs> I
1: did appreciate that comment. Like, I get
0: it. Yeah, it's like clearly the writer was sitting in his like cramped office, probably without air conditioning. Mm -hmm. In Burbank, riding the Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I think that's what we've now learned, is that, uh, yeah, the West Coast is gone Mm -hmm. in this future. Totally believable. But they're hanging out in Malibu Island, um, basically waiting to see if any new information pops up on Selig. And while they're at the beach, some random kid whose name is, was it Wade Wade Pennington? Yep. uh, Is getting harassed by a bunch of like teenage bullies on scooters, biker gangs. Mm-hmm.
1: I was honestly, when I saw that moment, I was really hoping this was going to be a karate kid themed episode. Oh my God. And yes. I, was on, I was so disappointed. I was even more disappointed, when it wasn't.
0: We you just really hoping there would be a beautiful shot of Zeta standing on a log doing a crane kick at sunset. Yes, oh. absolutely. Yes. Would,
1: would have made me love the whole show or, or Wade teaching him how to, uh, balance or how to bounce a soccer ball on his knee. Exactly. Very romantically.
0: Roe teaching Zeta how to snatch flies. Yeah. With chopsticks. Mm-hmm. Probably but like he just weird can't stop yeah. He just pulls out <laughs> his, his, uh,
1: uh, his, his in-arm saw blade. He's like, I don't need to catch them.
0: I can just murder them. I will never kill again. Except for these flies. They're really damn annoying. Yeah. <laughs> they're ruining our dinner. Uh, but so they come across this kid who's getting harassed. And... We find out he deserves it. He deserves Well, yeah, so he's, like, the heir to this, like, Pennington robot fortune. And so you think, oh, well, maybe there's going to be something in here about, like, maybe this kid is going to be connected to Zeta somehow. Like, maybe Pennington was one of the contractors to help build the robots or something, right? Yeah. Or even when we show up to the kids, like, mansion in, in Malibu, there's all these security robots. Like, oh, well, these are clearly coming from the, the dad. But no, they're just the security robots of Sven spelled with a W. Of course. You know, what would have been cool if they'd connected these two episodes
1: and the bounty hunter in the next episode was the dad.
0: Why would the dad be a bounty hunter?
1: I don't know. Cause he built the robot. Maybe here's, here's my, here's my, here's my, here's my, here's my synopsis for you. Uh, the dad doesn't want his son to know that the business is failing. Okay. And so He really needs the money. And since he helped build Zeta, as we're going with that storyline now, he knows how to track it, how to stop it. So he built that collar because he knows that's the only thing that can kind of
0: deactivate him. Okay, you've turned me around on what I thought was going to be a really stupid idea. Mm -hmm. It's actually pretty solid. Yeah. Because also, in this world, someone would be crazy enough to decide that, oh, I need money, so I'm going to go become a bounty hunter. Yeah, that's very much in line with this world. Uh, also, we're not going to change the bounty hunter's aesthetic at all. He's still got a robot arm. Oh, exactly. And, like, yeah. an eye patch and everything.
1: hmm Yeah,
0: long yeah. purple he's trench still, coat. He's
1: still a pirate-cyborg
0: bounty hunter. Yes. But also, a very rich man. Yes. Well, formerly rich. Formerly rich. Yeah. Well, yeah, so the, the kid has this bounty, or this bodyguard named Sven... With the W who looks like he
1: walked out of, uh, venture brothers. Yeah. I guess all I could see was just this very, this is the character who doesn't look like he belongs in this world in any sense of the way. No,
0: Cause he's kind of, like his whole
1: character model just doesn't fit with anyone else.
0: Yeah. He's got like the, the bills more or less of a Johnny Bravo. If mm-hmm. instead of having a, is that a pompadour, that style of yeah. haircut? Mm-hmm. Uh, if he's got a ponytail, Yeah.
1: And I don't know, wh- I don't know why he stood out so much. I feel like what they did, because I, I caught them doing this later in the episode, is they drew him in all the scenes and had everything done, and then the creative lead was like, "We need him to be slightly bigger." Mm, instead of okay. and so instead of redrawing it, they just slightly scaled him up, which means oh. the line thickness would have been just barely thicker than everything else.
0: Yeah. And so he would stand out. Yeah.
1: And I feel like something like that might've happened. Cause he was very mm. apparent different on like a different plane than every other character.
0: I actually didn't notice that. But that is a yeah. very good uh, observation.
1: Those, they did that a second time. Not, not with the line weight problem, but, uh, when they're captured in the ship later in the episode, Oh, okay. Uh, we'll obviously get back to this later, but, uh, Zeta like stretches his legs to get to the top. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and so instead of like giving him, you know, some kind of mechanic to stretch his leg out, they, I literally saw them stretch the model. Uh, you, you can very visibly see the him kneecap. Getting bigger. Yeah. The circular kneecap oh, stretching into an oval. Yes. I'm Like, wow, they are
0: so lazy right now. They really didn't put the budget into the animation on this. Yeah. Or, or into the storytelling or, or into really anything here. Cause no, yeah, so we're hanging out with Wade. He's a total little shit. And he's, like, really mean to all the robots uh, sort of in his employ. Mm-hmm. So when they show up to his house, he's getting a massage. And it's the massage isn't hard enough, so he throws his watch into the pool and then basically tells the robot to go in after it so the robot short-circuits. I am still baffled by the inability of robots in this future to withstand water. I, honestly,
1: I, I until we saw Zeta in the ocean... I was like, is he waterproof?
0: I, I mean, no one else is. Yeah. Because I feel like we have robots. A li- Wait, hang on. Are most any- of our robots today are waterproof. This is true. But also, in Batman Beyond, do we see anywhere near as many robots as we do in Zeta? No. Like, there are no robots in that show.
1: There's uh, Ace.
0: The dog? The, uh,
1: no, from Royal Flush.
0: Oh yeah, okay, that's mm-hmm. yeah, he's a robot. That's the
1: one I can think of.
0: You're right, but there's no like robot there cashiers. There were more robots in Batman the animated <laughs> series Actually, than there yeah. were Batman Beyond. Yeah, cuz like there are no like robot cashiers, there are no menial tasks being done by robots, there's no like little robots going around the streets mm-hmm. cleaning up garbage, there are no robot advertisements, like no robot cashiers. Yeah. So does that mean that Gotham is just so poor and downtrodden that it doesn't have robots
1: or uh is it in the setup where like you know the the, the joke is like trends always start in la or in new york and then oh. grow out it's so, like maybe this is a new thing that's why the robots aren't built very well besides zeta uh because he's not just great happening yeah so th- hmm. th- th- these are all like v1 iphones
0: I mean, I, I, like, I like that idea, but haven't we been seeing robots pretty much everywhere they go and they've been going to like the middle of the country yeah. and like the East Coast and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. I, I th- yeah, I think poor is probably the better answer. Yeah, because also if you think about it, Zeta is supposed to be one of the most advanced robots in the world. And <clears throat> he's really even not that advanced. Yeah. I feel like we see more advanced robots in like Justice League.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, most of those are part of Brainiacs. So I don't think that's as fair. But
0: doesn't, does Superman ever have any Superman robots in Justice League? Uh, I don't think so. I don't, no, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe not. But, I mean, it doesn't really make yeah. any sense. So,
1: but but here's my my difference with Ro mistreating the robot and Wade mistreating the robot. Yes. Because she's very much a hypocrite. Oh, she's a hypocrite. Of, like, how could you short-circuit your robot like that by putting him in the ocean when... Or in the in the pool when three episodes ago she mm. poured her sh- shake or whatever mm. on another robot and to let it malfunction. Short it yeah yeah uh, but here's the difference is that was not her property these robots are his property, so she's worse yes, constantly
0: she's destroying someone's like public property yeah and this in, case, in the next episode stuff uh
1: in the next episode we'll talk about in a second when that when that defense grid went up and yeah. she was stuck outside, I was so relieved because I'm like, amazing. She's not going to be in this episode. Guess what happens? Guess what happens? She gets back in the
0: episode. So, yeah, so they're they're hanging out with Wade, who's really terrible those robots. So the this, I thought, was at least kind of an interesting initial twist, right, which is we're introduced to this character who's immediately perceived to be a victim and then turns out that he is terrible. Mm-hmm. Like he's a perpetrator of like violence in his own right. It's like, okay, one, that's at least kind of interesting. Although it's kind of repetitive. when we factor in, was it Bucky? Yeah. This, this is the
1: second child. Yeah.
0: This kid's a lot like Bucky. So yeah. then, you know, it's not too long after they decide to leave his house. Cause he's a little shit that he's kidnapped. And here's where I'm like, okay, maybe they're going to do something clever here as well. Cause obviously the red herrings here, are the biker gang and Zeta and Ro go to investigate them. And when they're there, they learn that Sven has kidnapped the kid. So then on my thought is like, okay, well, maybe it's not even just Sven. Like, is this, is the kid. Just the robot
1: revolution.
0: Well, I was thinking maybe, one, that would be fantastic. <laughs> I would love if that's where the show went. But I was thinking, oh, well, maybe like this kid is doing this more or less for attention. Like he even mentions that his dad is on business and his mom's off skiing. I was
1: thinking that too.
0: Yeah, like maybe that this whole thing, like he basically has like, was paying those guys like under the table to harass him, to try and get the attention of his family or whatever. And so maybe he kidnapped himself and maybe Sven was actually innocent. or Maybe Mm -hmm. Sven was in on it. And then it it was just Sven doing it because he wanted to make money off of the ransom. Chris, do you know what this is? This is
1: the synopsis we made up at the very beginning of Batman, the animated series where Alfred was the one, controlling all of the villains. So that Bruce so Bruce had someone to oh, something to do in his free time. Oh my god, you're right. They were listening to us 20 years ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they saw into the future and stole our idea. How dare they? They reverse almanac us. Let's they, lawyer no, up. they almanac us. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Let's lawyer up. All right. Mm-hmm. Wait, that explains why we're living the biff tan in future now. Yeah. Oh, damn it. We can fix it. We can fix it. We can fix it all. We got to go
1: back, Marty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what, wait what if the reality is worse
1: i don't think it can I be. Be. I think it can't be i really can't imagine one where it is except
0: one where everyone is dead and honestly is that worse at this point um but yeah so then it becomes like a generic thing They go out and fight on the boat there's robot smashing happening and then sven gets captured um, it, but like, I thought, I was hoping maybe they were going to like dive into that idea of like, why are humans so mean to robots? Like mm-hmm. maybe Zeta could finally mention it, but instead what happens is that Wade then spends the final part of the episode playing basketball with the robots, which he's now friends honestly with honestly
1: felt so much lonelier
0: Doesn't <laughs> at the it, beginning though? of
1: this, because yeah. at least he had Sven in the beginning, who was another human. Now he just has robots.
0: Right? And it's, that
1: I felt a lot of pity on that part. It's
0: so much sadder. And like they also kind of wrote themselves into a corner where you know one of the robots brings him a, a tray of lemonade and you were waiting for him to be like, oh no, like you have some lemonade, but obviously But he can't do it because the robot was short circuit. Yeah, well, because he <laughs>
1: brought, if you notice, he brought four lemonades for yeah. the three, I mean, I guess two humans, but three yeah. con- per- perceived humans. Yeah. Who's that fourth one for?
0: I think what's gonna happen is Does soon, the robot
1: just want the offer? Like, what? he knows he can't drink it, but he'll, like, he'll do the, like, throw it behind his, like...
0: Thank you. And, like, toss it over his shoulder? Yeah. Uh, like, mmm,
1: delicious.
0: I think what's actually gonna happen as soon as Zeta and Ro leave, Wade's like, oh, this extra glass of lemonade is for you. Drink it. You have to drink it. Yeah. Drink it. I, he just turns into Sid. Yeah. From Toy Story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He forces the robot to kill himself with a glass of lemonade. Yeah. Cause he's a monster. Because all children in this future he's a are sociopath, yeah.
1: yes. The one thing that drove me nuts in this episode, there's many. Yes. One of the one things <clears throat> was in the the final fighting climax when Zeta first off, he makes it a point of like, Ro, take Wade out to the boat, out to the getaway boat, which they literally walked past. Before going upstairs to try and get to yes. the main deck.
0: Not, okay, that, that's one thing. Also, they escaped from the, the hold of the ship by cutting a hole in the hole. Hole in the hole. Yes. Yeah, you got it. Yes. Mm-hmm. They escaped from the hole by cutting a hole in the hole. Yep. And then scaled up the hole. That's but all that would do now. was mean that a whole bunch of water would flow through that hole in the hole and the whole thing would go down. Yes. Are you happy with yourself? I'm so happy with myself. I did it. I didn't even get caught up in it. You, you did it. You
1: nailed it. <laughs> Uh, no, the thing that bugged me was uh, Sven, like, tries to knock out Zeta. Zeta's still in human form. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> again, the human form that everyone knows is a wanted criminal, but that, we'll, we'll let that go in this episode. Yeah. And
0: in every episode. Yeah,
1: in California, they, don't, they, they just don't know that yet. Exactly. Uh, so he hits him over the head. He's like, how did that not work? And then Zeta immediately turns into his robot form. It's like, oh, I have the one gun that can affect robots. Thank God. Thank God you're a robot. And like, how are you so
0: dumb? How is everyone in the show so dumb? Because we've established that college is unaffordable in this universe. So everyone's really stupid. I know, but he's a robot. (laughs) Even the robot because the robots are programmed by also stupid people. I
1: think that should have been the the last line as well as uh, going back to your point of, like, Wade learned his lesson to treat robots better. Yeah. Uh, and I, I wanted, like, Roe to say, like, all right, now make sure you, like, you know, robots are, have feelings or blah, 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 Our blah. people, make, too. Yeah, make sure you treat them well. And as they're walking off, Zay would be like, but, Roe, you don't treat me with a lot of respect. Right. Um,
0: and then she's like, ha, ha. And then, like, that would have been the end. And that's it. Yeah. And yeah. then <laughs> never bring it up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Were you also disappointed in that final fight sequence? uh, Probably. When when, So Zeta takes out Sven by using his laser to cut loose uh, a bell up on the ship, and it falls in the guy's head. Were you disappointed that Roe didn't say, oh, saved by the bell? Uh, For copyright reasons, no. (laughs) But like, that is the most obvious joke there, and I'm legitimately shocked they didn't do it. I know, because this whole
1: show is... Not even low-hanging fruit, but f- rotten fruit that has fallen this, off the
0: tree that they are now picking right, up. this is fruit so low-hanging, even I'm judgmental on it. And I did a whole, like, two-minute bit on the whole, whole, whole. Yes. So, mm-hmm. it's bad. That gives you a sense of how bad the comedy is in this. Yeah. Even I'm judging it. Uh, did you have any other, like, major thoughts on this? Um, that's
1: most of it. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay, I did have one other thing
0: that I found very amusing. though. Okay,
1: was it his casual strut when they were sneaking around?
0: Uh, no, it was that for Wade, his dialogue is making my Gator go off nonstop. Okay. Uh, like a couple of things. He he makes a comment when the lemonade's brought. He's like, if I want lemonade, I want to make it make me pucker. I'm just oh like, yeah. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then later when he's getting massage from the robot, he's like, oh no, harder. Harder. What are you doing? Playing patty cake on my back? I'm just like, I can't. I can't. I can't deal with this. We're right at now. a full 11 right I can't now. Do, this is like level, like this is beyond an 11. This is like level 13 sexual innuendo happening yeah. here.
1: So my thought with that was, uh, one, this kid's obviously a sociopath. Yes. But he just wants to feel something. and So he, he needs <sighs> his lemonade to be as strong as possible so he can just feel anything in his life. He's so <laughs> stranded and alone in every aspect. Maybe I was, maybe I
0: was uh, projecting a little bit. No, I was just about to say that if there's ever a, the most solid piece of evidence that this character is gay is that he just is stranded and alone and wants to feel something. Yeah. <laughs> i'm laughing not crying but i'm kind of crying it's 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 a, it's a, a real a little laugh. on the inside it's, 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 yeah it's a laugh that hurts it teeters on the edge mm-hmm. No, it's too real it's so too real
1: uh so okay. now the next episode is another plot that another plot point we've been talking about for a while oh when's lee gonna save them uh when when are they gonna realize that he's not a bad person
0: oh okay or A bad robot yeah yeah, so... Still also not handled well. No, it's still not handled well. Because, no, in this one, it uh, it starts, as many of these episodes do, in Meteor Res, with the NSA chasing them down. Yes. Uh, this time, no though... no Bennett this time.
1: What? No Bennett this time.
0: Exactly, yeah. This time, it's just Agents West and Lee. Um, and they're able to incapacitate Zeta's ship, and they crash into, a, like, a lagoon, partly because they're aided by some mysterious guy in the shadows, mm-hmm. who we can tell immediately we can't trust. I was hoping he was gonna be a good guy. How is he gonna be a good guy? He's hiding in the shadows and he clearly has some sort of weird eyepiece thing going on. He looks like Count Vertigo. Yeah. I was gonna say Skulker,
1: but Count Vertigo that's a much better. Exactly, Skulker
0: Count Vertigo, like he he's clearly not someone that we can trust.
1: Yeah. Um but so But I wanted I wanted the turn to be later. Like I wanted them to believe he was good for a little bit longer. In the episode? Yeah. Like, maybe he was someone the NSA was after before, and in his
0: escape, he lost his arm. That's why he has the robotic arm. Oh, you wanted Zeta and Roe to think he was a good guy for a little bit longer. Yeah, because yeah, it, it doesn't take them long. He basically takes them immediately to an abandoned candy factory, mm-hmm. the Koala Candy Company. Yeah. Which is filled with a bunch of walking... Oompa Ro- Loompas. Yeah. Yeah, robotic robot Koalas. Yeah. You, you've seen the, um, the animated Grinch movie, right? The most recent one? No, sorry. The like the original Boris oh, yes. yeah, Karloff animated mm-hmm. one. Do you remember like uh there's some of the wind up toys that he's playing with? Mm-hmm. And some of them kind of look like like anthropomorphic koalas a little Vague. bit. Vague. I remember the I remember the uh Like he winds them up and then they they kind of like gootstep, frankly, like into the the bag. I only remember the the drummer boy winding oh, okay, up. Okay, yeah. There's one of them that kind of looks like these koalas where it's like it's a human body, but pudgy with a koala head on it okay they're freaky yeah like they even call it out like the whole thing is freaky because it's this random like sugar-coated gingerbread house in front of this massive abandoned factory yeah nothing about that's a good idea but they just go in willingly
1: well yeah yeah yeah. i mean they (laughs) uh even make the hansel and gretel joke yeah
0: it's like they acknowledge it and like well we're just gonna do it anyways
1: yeah but they have no idea what money is because that was the stinger of the last episode but hansel and gretel still around
0: Oh, that's oh, that's right. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Like the little post credit thing is them talking about paper currency, which is long since dead. Mm-hmm. But it couldn't be that.
1: It's twenty forty. It can't be dead for more than thirty years,
0: at max. Yeah, but like kids now don't know what rotary phones are. Okay. Right. Like so. Like look, you could you could understand that. <clears throat> If technology got but so rotary far, rotary phones have been that. has been a while since.
1: It, it's been more than thirty years since a kid has seen a rotary phone, or since we've used that.
0: I mean, if you but like if you lived at the time when landlines were still a thing, I which, think
1: corded phones would be a did. better
0: comparison. Okay, fine, corded phones. But like, I've seen rotary phones.
1: Yes, we saw one at the Grand Californian, and we both got so excited. We did because they're real rotary phones. No, <laughs> you
0: can use them. Yeah. Only Disney keeps these things alive. Yeah. Um, but you could see like technology getting so antiquated. Like, like even the thing now is, you know, for you and I still, if you want to like mime being on the phone, you mm-hmm. we, do we even have this conversation at Disneyland? Um, maybe this is somebody else. I think that was someone else. No, no, we did have the conversation. Okay. Yeah. Because you don't do it with the pinky out anymore. You, you hold you it. You hold it. Yeah. I, yeah. I seem to have, like, no ability to recall what conversations we have and have not. It's fine. I seem to, like, replace all non-podcast conversations we have with somebody else. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's because we don't actually hang
1: out ever. <laughs> what, was, what was the, uh, oh, my God, there was a bit that I think I showed you where someone was making fun of an improviser
0: uh, and, oh. and how they hold a gun.
1: What was that? It
0: was a show. Oh, no, it was, um no, no, it was, a, uh, like, a video essayist. It was Anna Akana.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where she was making a joke because in in improv, the first thing they teach you is like how to hold a phone properly. You don't do it with the pinky out, and how to hold a gun. You don't point. You don't point your hand like a gun. Yeah. Uh, like in the way
0: everyone points a gun.
1: Right. When it's your finger. So she makes the joke of like uh, the her playing the improv instructor uh, was like, oh well, actually you don't hold a gun like that. You'd hold it like this. Uh, with
0: your finger over the trigger. Yeah.
1: And then the the student being like, um, well, actually, safety precaution would say uh, if I were to hold a gun against someone, I wouldn't put my f- finger on the trigger until I was ready to shoot. Until then, I'd be in safety mode with my finger straight out. And her having like, a crisis of conscience, yeah, like, everything I know about improv is wrong. So well, if you guys can imagine what we just verbally explained yeah
0: if you can imagine a funny version of that anecdote yeah or just watch her video video that came
1: out two weeks ago it's very good it's about uh the language of um oh like what is it how to like how to show empathy properly oh it's the the five
0: signs of poor communicators poor listeners right yeah poor communicators yeah Mm -hmm. and we realize we do all of them yeah we, we do all of them yes on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, and, wait, yeah. What, what's her name? Anna Akonda?
1: Uh, Akana, A-K-A-N-A. What, what? Anna Akana?
0: Yes. A-K-A-A-N-A? Yes. Okay,
1: I got to You're this. thinking Angelica Akonda, who was the Nickelodeon cartoon from 1999. I, I really don't think I was. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> <if> that's where <laughs> your mind went?
0: I'm pretty positive. Yeah. Uh, I got I to I gotta put these things in the show notes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they go into this candy factory with this guy who's clearly a bounty hunter. His name is Crick. Crick? yes, yeah, prick. That, God, it's a and he bad like name. he looks like a bounty hunter, like we described him, and when we were talking about the previous episode, but yeah, he's got uh like like a count Vertigo style like eyepiece on one eye that allows it's the same sort of binocular tech that the NSA has. He's yeah, got that it,
1: it's a monocle. Yeah,
0: it's so basically he's got, a monocle, he's got a big crazy robot arm. He's got a purple trench coat. He's got bandoliers all over the place. Like he's obviously not a guy that can be trusted. And sure he was enough, obviously made to sell toys. Yes, and I don't. Oh, we did talk about this there were some zeta toys or mm-hmm. there weren't doesn't matter um but he like he basically wants to take zeta in quote unquote alive to the nsa so he has this uh this collar basically that'll deactivate him mm-hmm. and then what he's happened so
1: boring yeah. he because he has no motive except money
0: yeah, there's no there's no like personal connection here at all. Yeah, so there's no so, stakes. Um, so Lee shows up, Agent Lee shows up. <laughs> yeah, because she left West
1: behind. Thank God. I know. I was so excited when she's like, "You stay here. I'm gonna go be part of the plot." Yeah. Uh we don't want you. I know. Or and they they couldn't. We were so close. They had to shoehorn him in in the last three minutes. Yes. We were so close to having a West free episode. <sighs> So we can only dream of such, a, of such a gift they could give
0: us. Hey, we still have 14 episodes oh, to go. There's, tell there's, me that. There's room.
1: Don't say that.
0: I could tell you were starting to develop like a slight ap- warmth and appreciation. I thought I should have shut it down real quick yeah. for you. Uh,
1: so Lee shows up. Zeta uses the opportunity <clears throat> to throw Ro out of the plot. And that was also a good feeling. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. And then um, Crick puts up like this electric... Because for some reason, this candy factory has like an incredibly advanced electrified hologram fence. Well, I mean,
1: if it was a if you also had a future Willy Wonka torture factory, I'm sure you'd also have some kind of it's
0: crazy electric gate. It's a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How are there not more death traps in that factory? Actually, no, I, think I mean, it. there
1: are we they took them all to Canada. Because <laughs> that is the joke is, is everything, even though everything in this factory still works and still has like product in it which is probably nasty chocolate that's been sitting there for years. Yeah, they keep eating the
0: chocolate. Yeah. It's like vat of unprocessed chocolate that's been sitting there for five years. years? Yeah, Yeah. because it
1: all moved up to Canada. Uh, I forgot that was a plot
0: point that it all went to Canada.
1: Yeah. Uh, So the bounty hunter takes Lee captive. And how many times in an episode can you fake hurt a hostage? Oh, as many as you need. Yeah, because he did it, I want to say, four times. Where he's like, you have to the count of three, Zeta, or I'm going to drop her. And he doesn't drop her. Oh, yeah. And then he ties her up. You have till the count of three, Zeta, or I'm going to stretch her out. And he doesn't stretch well, her out. Because he puts her on that
0: taffy puller. Mm-hmm. And then he does turn it on. But she just gets like mildly stretched out. Like she probably just like realigned her spine in a very helpful way. Yeah,
1: honestly, that looked pretty comfy. I was all down for that. I was like, oh, I could use one of those. But what was not comfy in this episode is how long they had the moan track going on. It was driving me nuts because it was so uncomfortable because oh. uh, he stuffed her mouth.
0: Oh, yeah, he, gagged put a, her. he put a lollipop in her mouth and that was supposed to somehow gag
1: her. Yeah, make, uh, and sense. so they just had her like moan gag sound effect on loop for maybe three minutes straight. Yeah. It, I was, I felt so uncomfortable. I, I'm going to be honest. I had tuned out pretty thoroughly. Yeah. I had to make sure I didn't have like another tab open by chance. <laughs> You're the,
0: just to double check. <laughs> which one of these tabs is moaning at me. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: oh God. Um, yeah. So then uh, I don't, I don't care. What happens? Ro finds a way in. She finds a way in. West shows up right as she tries to go into the, into the secret tunnel. And she knocks him out by tricking him into walking into the... He tricks himself. Let's not over she compliment tricks Ro. tricks him.
0: I mean, he's an idiot. Yeah. It's no, not hard She to do. says,
1: hey, I'll walk you to the entrance. And he says, no, I'm going to walk in front of you even though you know the way, and walks right into the to the fence. She in no way tricked him. Don't give her compliments she doesn't deserve. Okay, fine. She's still a horrible character. Well, he's even stupider than she is. He is, is still so. the stupidest one in this entire show. By a significant margin. Also it's fine. hard to be the stupid comic relief in a show of just stupid people. That's
0: true. Maybe he's actually the smartest one.
1: I, that's like, imagine idiocracy, but someone even dumber went to the future.
0: Yeah. And it was like, "How are all these geniuses still around?" It was basically like making idiocracy now. Yeah, and most people would just assume it was a documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they they go in and Zeta frees Lee from the taffy puller by doing some weird distraction I didn't fully really understand. So because we see he like he cuts the cords on a catwalk, and then he does some sort of programming trick to one of the koala bears, and then he triggers the catwalk to fall on top of him, but how does he not actually get crushed? Like he can't program an object that he's not touching to look like a hologram. So like that was, did he like leap out of the way as the scaffolding came down? I guess so.
1: I don't know. But I here's, here's the one line that they kind of made me giggle. Uh, and it's when, when the scaffolding falls on Zeta, we assume it falls on Zeta. Uh, The bounty hunter says, oh, no, I've been working on this plan for months. Months.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Months. He's this is a very freshly fresh bounty hunter because he apparently he's been researching and tracking Zeta for a few months, which is how he knows that Zeta is behaving like a good guy. He makes a comment about how it's almost like he's programmed to save people. Yeah. And that reinforces for Lee her suspicions that he doesn't actually behave like a killer robot. So at the very end, when they've incapacitated Crick by dumping chocolate on him, I don't remember, uh, and Lee has Zeta and Roe in custody. No, no, they, they capacitate him by um, West
1: finally showing up yeah, and blowing and then, up the entire chocolate factory. Oh,
0: that's right. He blows up He like launches a grenade or something like that into the chocolate vat. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then he's like stuck and knocks out dangling Bounty from Hunter. a catwalk. And yeah. Lee's like, "All right, don't go anywhere. I'll be gone in ten minutes. You mm-hmm. rascals, you." And then she goes yeah. off and the very stern finger wiggle. Yeah, she lets him get away deliberately. Yeah, which like again, we were always waiting for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Like that, like they set her up in episode one as a character that like has doubts. Yeah, and I, cool.
1: You're a C tier Montoya
0: now. Yeah, basically. Actually, let's not even call her that, because that's that's an insult to Montoya. It is. F tier. Mm, Yeah, I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. That's acceptable. Um, I mean,
1: anything else in that episode? Not really. As, As we said before, these are two plot points that we have talked about before, hoping they would do. Yeah. We have now seen them and realized that even our great ideas... They can't execute very well.
0: Yeah, even when they try and do something a little bit interesting, I think part of the problem is we are used to a higher caliber of storytelling, and I mean that's in pretty much everything we watch ever. Mm-hmm. But also, I think we're used to modern stories that are going to go for those slightly more intellectual arcs, right? And concepts.
1: So, so we can ask your favorite question of this show: yes. Does this work as a kids episode?
0: Um, I think the. I actually think they both more or less do. I think they do. Like, the first one, you know, has, like, the, the moral lesson of basically don't be a jackass. Yeah. Treat your, treat your toys with respect. Yeah.
1: It's okay to not have real friends as long as you have fake friends. As long
0: as you treat your toys well. And the yeah. second one is just, like, it's just a caper. It's just a fun adventure. It's, it's bad, but, it like, it's kind of no harm, no foul. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the, these are not as bad. These are forgettable, but they're not, like, dreadful. Mm-hmm fine yeah they're not insulting
1: right i, I would agree with that if, when we make our bottom five list these will not be on
0: it that's exactly it yeah mm-hmm. yeah we'll, we'll break it down by like fine passable not insulting want to kill yourself yeah this will fall somewhere in the fine yeah passable category Um, I don't really have any, uh, notes from friends this week. Um, I was having a a chat with Ashley Clark and she sent over a whole bunch of, uh, fanfic, which I haven't had a chance to sit down and start reading yet. But, uh, I am going to do that this upcoming week, hopefully. So we'll have more to say on that next week. But for now, why don't we just go into some bad plugs here?
1: Yeah. What have, what have you been, uh, watching, listening, reading? Uh, so
0: I finished... Uh,
1: not Your Backup by CB Lee, the third book in oh, The, the Sidehook Squad. It's good. Okay. The audiobook doesn't come out until September. Oh no. So I'll catch up in September. In September.
0: Yeah. No, um because we both really enjoyed that series. It's very so good. Yeah, we we, bo- we both discovered it by accident separately. hmm
1: Even though you had told me about it. I think I I, was yeah, podcast on yeah, the listening. podcast.
0: Well, of course, I wasn't expecting you <laughs> to. Um we hadn't yet watched that video about five qualities of poor communicators <laughs> to learn our lesson. But uh no, it's it's a series that you and I both really enjoyed so it's you know it's called the the sidekick squad series mm-hmm. so, so this th- is the third book this is the first one or the third one excuse me yeah, the yeah. first one follows uh Jess who comes from a family of heroes but she doesn't have powers herself mm-hmm. and she takes an internship with her parents arch nemesis and it kind of plays out from there and then the second one focused on her friend who does have powers it's called not your villain mm-hmm. and then this third one it focuses on the character of Emma who does not have powers at all yeah and, and it doesn't really know about the other two uh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it's about her um, kind of it's, And like over the course of the series, it starts out kind of just being more like a one off kind of thing. And it becomes this like broader conspiracy. It, it dips a little bit into the Hunger Games divergent space of like this grand conspiracy. And how do we create a resistance and stuff? I think yeah. this handles that stuff a little bit better than some of those stories can be done sometimes. It's a little bit more low key in how it approaches it.
1: What I really enjoy about these books is um, the stories overlap. So book one, you're in the full perspective of one character. Book two, you kind of reread the kind of the last third of the previous book from another character's perspective. Yeah. And that's super cool. They,
0: they break that trend on this one. It's still a new character's perspective, mm-hmm. but there's really no overlap. So I had okay, to... Okay, well, that's the, fine. I mean, they, but, they left it off yeah. kind of at a point to continue. But they, they do a pretty good job about um, revisiting do Like, they remind you what happens. Okay. Um, no, and I, I really quite like what they do with it. Um... But I think with that shifting perspective, sometimes there's going to be a fourth one, right? There is me a fourth one. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And I think with that shifting perspective, sometimes the other characters, you don't know exactly what their motivations are. So there's another character in this, whose name is Abby. And Aww, I love Abby. She's very much sidelined, but she's clearly got a lot going on, but they don't really address what it is. Mm-hmm. And like, you're like, okay, then she's probably going to be the protagonist of the fourth book. Yes. She well, will I mean, be. they,
1: they were Emma and Abby were the two furthest apart in the stories. Yeah, and, yeah. So, and so that that would make sense that Emma wouldn't have a lot of that
0: structure with her. doesn't necessarily work in its favor here because you're kind of going like what the hell is happening with this character because we're so far from her okay in the narrative but clearly she is getting set up to take on a lot of narrative weight in the next book so that part alone doesn't quite work for me but the rest of it I really really enjoyed okay like, I burned through it relatively quickly and mm-hmm. um, no I really, really liked it I highly recommend yeah me too. Uh, so, I read that and then I watched Stranger Things season three. As did I. Should we, should we do a little mini spoiler section? You want to talk about uh, that?
1: Yeah, we, we, we can go we guess, through it real quick. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay. I loved it. Yeah, it was I amazing. Too. Yeah, I, uh, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was um, a lot of fun. Like, I don't feel like it's a, a show that has suffered from diminishing returns. I think, it's, I think been,
1: it's on par with season one, much better than season two.
0: Did you not like season two that much? I wasn't
1: as big of a fan. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess season two felt a little bit disjointed. Mm-hmm. Um, well, cause I only remember that one off episode. Yeah. Cause it was so weird. It was so, yeah, just like disorienting.
0: Yeah. And I mean, we're doing full spoilers here, so they don't go back to that at all. I think no. whatever that well, was, there's like, done.
1: there's like a, a mental flashback to it. Uh, as, so it's, uh, episode like six or, or six or seven where Eleven is about to go into uh, the brother's mind. Oh, yeah. What's the brother's name? Billy. Billy, yeah, into Billy's mind. And she has, like, a super quick flashback of, no, no, no. She looks at a box of Lucky Charms and sees a rainbow, and then it goes back through that pattern of, of what her mom used to say. Oh, yeah. And that, I mean, it was super quick. And I'm like, why did they do that? No one remembers that.
0: Yeah, I didn't remember that stuff either. Yeah. That... That one moment felt like it was pulling us out because otherwise, this is a pretty clean narrative. Yeah, like I thought they did a nice job setting each of the separate groups kind of on their their defined path, mm-hmm. and then keeping those narrative stories pretty pretty clean and um, and tying them together pretty well. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, so it's about halfway through when like major stakes are raised um, when they discover like the underground lair under the mall, and some of the groups start to converge. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the time they finally do converge, in what the seventh episode, I yeah. want to say like it's that's a really fun moment when they find Oh it, the, it feels great when they when like all, all get, get together. Get, yeah. Yeah, cuz like when they're in the mall and uh Let's go to, to the, the mall, mall
1: today. Today.
0: Uh when all like the guards are descending on the kids and they get taken out by the the cars, mm-hmm. as throws it at them. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's the, really good. Yeah, there's some really good stuff. I love the shopping montage all done oh to Material yeah. Girl.
1: Yeah, ev- that's. I think that's everyone's favorite moment because it's so cute.
0: It is. It's Yeah, I mean, they do a really nice job setting up a friendship between Elle and Max this season that yeah. I liked a lot. And, and you know the
1: fashion for the next eight months is all going to be revolved around Elle's outfits. They're amazing. They're so good. I already know one of my friends bought th- bought that like a uh, black pattern romper. Oh yeah, yeah. One of my Disney friends, she got it like the day after the episode came out. I mean, it's a good call. And yeah, it's, it's a beautiful it's a very romper. good call. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I thought it was super fun. I love what they did with uh, Steve and Dustin.
1: Yeah, because they're they're still the best.
0: They're still the best. Yeah, like and they're just on this like spy caper together, and they they bring in Robin and they bring in uh, oh, the Robin sister is Erica. So good. No, oh, no, she's great. I really love her in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the the heart to heart that Steve. I, I was and gonna her bring have. up,
1: like going going into full spoilers and going yeah. into your point with Aladdin of how you don't like just everyone automatically falling into the homonormative heteronormative heteronormative. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just gay. <laughs> Everyone's gay. Yeah,
0: if only. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so I that had been obliquely spoiled for me on one of my like Facebook groups. So I posted the photos like, Oh my God, did you, and it was specifically like an LGBTQ group. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, Oh, did anyone else like get really emotional at the end of this heart to heart? I'm like, Oh, so she's probably gay. Yeah. So that was kind
1: of, did it feel natural though? Or did did it feel okay?
0: Yeah. I mean, I was expecting it to go there because of that. But otherwise I think I wouldn't have expected there. And Mm -hmm. what I, what I loved with the way they did that was I was actually kind of disappointed because I really liked them together and I like Steve and like, when he's basically saying that he likes Robin, it comes off as being really sweet and genuine. Yeah. Like you
1: see him change of like, yeah. Like he now, I mean, obviously he stands up for the less popular kids now. And you, and I love in the season, I wish they would have had like one more person you see in the season, kind of the repercussions of his character in high school. Yeah. Of, like, Robin didn't like him because he was a dick to her at the very end when he's trying to get the job at the... At the, at the video uh, store. Yeah. And the owner, who was the former owner of the arcade...
0: Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
1: who uh, was just like, yeah, fuck you. You treated me like a dick in high school. I'm not going to give you a job. Right. Uh, like, I think if they would have had one more character, I think it would have been really cool. But it, it, you see his full character change, and that's good, where he yeah. is apologetic for what he was before he's seeing the error in his ways.
0: Yeah. It's a really crafty way for them to give him that character arc without then forcing a romance to happen. I mean, mm-hmm. like he still got that realization and then there was that fun twist. And yeah. The, yeah. That she's gay. And all. well, like, cause then at the end of season two, it.
1: everyone, everyone was paired up already. And so I think yeah. it was okay for this one of like, we don't need any more romantic stories. Yeah. We have the black widow that is uh Winona Ryder. Who's now lost a husband, a boyfriend, and a potential partner?
0: Oh yeah, that's absolutely true. Wait, did the dad die? I think There's so. A, they're divorced, right? Or was oh, are they divorced? Yeah, they're divorced. Was he also killed in the first season? No, we've never seen him. No, the, I thought there was an episode with him in the first season. Oh, I don't remember. I think we do meet him in the first season. But okay, oh. yeah, but like so, yeah, divorced, dead boyfriend. Yeah, she's a black widow. Yeah, potentially a dead hopper. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they set it up so that he may have escaped like through the, um, upside down through the portal. mm -hmm. Here's my thought of how that happened.
1: Not, not in show, but in the real world, uh, the actor, what's his name? David Harper. David Harper, uh, got his Hellboy contract. I was like, fuck you, stranger things. I'm out. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. I'm the lead in a superhero franchise. We're going to do great. Yeah. And then he finished filming the show or the movie. He's Like, fuck, this is going to be really bad. And he goes crawling back over to Stranger... calling back over to the, the... What are the brothers? The Duffer dude, brothers. The deaf, the Duffer brothers. It's like, hey, um, I, I want to apologize for how I acted before. Yeah.
0: Can, we, can we please bring me back?
1: <laughs> uh, would you mind just, like, if there's any way possible...
0: Can we just, just,
1: like... Yeah, like, I'll I'll be in that nasty-ass cocoon from the first season. Oh, like, yeah. I'll, I'll get all greasy and slimy. Just please let me have an acting job again.
0: Yeah, they... I- they definitely set it up so that he could have survived the the fallout of the end, either by going through the gate or maybe getting captured by the Russians. Yeah. Did you watch the post credit sting. Uh, yeah. The one where they like throw the other guy yeah. into the demodog. Exactly. Yeah. They feed some random Russian person to the demodog and they make mm-hmm. a comment about like, no, not the Americans. That could be him. Um, or like I said, he could have gone through, through the gate. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, one of the things I thought was interesting is that this, this season in particular has a, a sense of closure, to it right it's like hopper is as of right now dead in this universe the Mm -hmm. gate is definitively closed right um winona will and
1: other brother and 11
0: jonathan the older brother and 11 are all leaving town together Mm -hmm. yeah um yes which basically forces a separation between uh the sister what's the sister's name i don't remember
1: this is my problem with the show of of binge I, culture. Yeah, I know. The, like, I I want the show to be a week. This show specifically, I think would be great weekly. Yeah. Because I
0: want to have that theory talk. Okay. Yeah. See, uh, I I had mixed feelings in the theory talk thing. Like, I I the theory talk can get a little. It, I, it can I, get I want, out of hand. Yes. I but want it, breathing room. I don't necessarily want room to have theory talk. Okay. I just
1: want room where like I get to think about the characters longer than the 30 seconds between <clears throat> are you still watching this show? Yes, right. Netflix, I'm still watching this yeah, show.
0: Yeah, I, I try and spread them out a little bit as much as I can, but it doesn't always work. Uh, Nancy. so That's
1: Nancy, right, Nancy. Nancy. So Nancy
0: and Jonathan were still together. <laughs> they basically, like, they're now separated, whether that means a breakup or not. Uh, same with Mike and Elle, who were together for like most of the season. And then Will goes along with them, too. So it's like, you know, the group is really kind of <laughs> and split in the Will. middle. And then Will. Poor everyone Will. Everyone forgets about Will. Okay, wait. Were they implying that will is gay or is that me just wanting to see that
1: everywhere i think that's just you i think he just isn't i think he's the least mature okay because he was gone for a year basically in the underground and then was taken over by a demon mm, yeah or, by by the the demo demogorgon i think he's just mind flare. the mind flare. so yeah I, I think he's just he hasn't had the mature the maturity jump that the others have oh okay damn it but i mean there's
0: always the opportunity I know you you just you know me.
1: Mm-hmm. See well cuz that everywhere. that was the what I thought was interesting at the end cuz I I forgot that it is still the 80s where it's not super acceptable to just come out. Yeah. And so when they're at the movie store and she's like and the, the owner's like, "Well, what's in it for you if, if he brings all these hot girls in?" She's like, "Oh, I just want to see my friend do well." Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I really like that friendship, that relationship yeah. there. And again, like it's my problem isn't necessarily with having hetero romances it's with having exclusively hetero romances Mm -hmm. at the expense of homo romances and expensive platonic relationships and so
1: now we we can hopefully they don't just murder them like they did in kingsman uh but we we have a chance for a platonic relationship yeah where you have the exact storyline that i've wanted in a movie where you have a guy having a crush on a girl girl turns him down and instead of guy trying to change her mind he just says oh Okay, well, I, I like where we're at now. let's just let's yeah. just stay friends then,
0: yeah, and like th- that process is aided by the fact that she's not attracted to men right it's it like it requires an extra level of um kind of like emotional sophistication to have them still both be straight mm-hmm. and have that, but at least it's happening in some capacity, here, yeah, which is great, and so like no, I mean but it, it you kind of get the sense like there's this Feeling of closure at the end of the season. Oh, very much so. But I mean, I know they have at least one more. I think they said
1: they wanted it to be four.
0: Yeah. I want, I thought it'd be or maybe four, you told me that four or five. I okay. I, heard. I
1: think four should be where it should end. Do you I mean, but at the same time, do you think they should end it here? I would be happy if it ended here. Like I, I don't have any, like I, everything is tied up for me. Like I feel yeah, like everything same. has a bow on it. If there's more, sure. I'd be happy. But if there's not more, I'm not going to be like, oh, man, I wish I, wish I could just get one more episode. Like, I've had my fix.
0: Yeah, and I would worry that to bring everyone back together in a way that made sense, <coughs> would would they would also feel like they would retreading story stuff that's been done before or regressing their arcs. Yeah, well, I mean, they, did, they do <coughs> set it up where I think
1: the next season will probably be next Christmas. Because that's what they say is it's either mm-hmm. going to be Thanksgiving or Christmas. Because they do yeah. say, like... You know, or L is like, are you? Did you ask your mom if you can come down for Christmas? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Maybe some of the cast might not be there for the next season.
0: Yeah, and it's it's tough because,
1: either they are they just gonna go to Russia? Are we gonna get a right, Rocky it's Four? It's all gonna be
0: set. Oh, now I'm on board. Remake of Rocky Four, but it's L. Yeah. It's
1: L versus Hopper. It's <laughs> because he he when they're filming he's Russian it now. Oh, well, they yeah. He's Russian and he's still
0: gonna have his Hellboy body yes yeah i'm bored um yeah i feel like you know l is kind of the more central character to focus on but to focus on her and takes she, doesn't, two, have she that's doesn't have powers she doesn't have powers right now, now. Yeah, yeah she doesn't have powers as right now um we're we're at the end of x3 again oh we're, with them the mutant cure yeah and Magneto just a little yeah l- little wiggle
1: mm. like was it him or was it just a really strong gust of wind
0: exactly exactly do we even know yeah uh, it doesn't matter because they threw out that continuity anyways. Right. Um, but no, I, I really... For now. For now. I really enjoyed the season, actually. I thought it was, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of watched it about the span of like four days. Yeah, I, I spread it out and it, it was nice. Yeah, it's 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 good to break it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, I thought, it was, I thought it was fantastic.
1: I agree. Everyone should go watch it. Yes, yeah, go if watch it. you haven't it. already because, I mean, it's like a fucking cultural talking point yeah you like got to get, get it in quick which is yeah. like burning especially right it. before comic-con oh my they, God, they're always because yeah. this is the same thing they, they did with season one they plan it right before comic-con so that is the
0: talk yeah that's true oh if you mm-hmm. watch it yeah if you watch stranger things yeah so that, a, that is the and is gonna be a panel of, down there too yeah so i'm
1: sure the netflix booth is going to do something with it again oh as i'm sure well. yeah uh
0: what else do you have any other things to plug before
1: uh not really i th- i started for you and for, for our listeners, I have started along Halloween.
0: Oh, nice. Yes. How
1: far in are you? Uh, like a chapter. How is it so far? Not good. Uh, not far. I mean, I tried to read it on the plane. Yeah. Uh, I had a surprise friend fly with me. I was oh, in okay. Kansas over the weekend. I had a surprise f- friend on the same flight as me. We had no idea. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. So we, we moved seats around. So we sat next to each other. So we were just hanging out. Okay. Then on the flight back, it was 6 a.m., after I was at a bachelorette party until 1 a.m. So uh, I opened it and then immediately fell asleep.
0: Understandable. Yeah. Uh, like, so what what's happened so far? I couldn't tell you. Okay. So yeah. you might need to go reread that chapter. Yes.
1: But I have my train down to Comic-Con.
0: That's true. You do. Mm-hmm. You absolutely do. It's the train down. Because isn't the train back usually pretty insane? Uh, Yeah. But I mean... If I get a seat, then I'll be okay, fine. Yeah, if you get a seat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, I have one last thing to plug. Oh, do you? It's once again me self-plugging. That's fine. Uh, but I had mentioned this, I think, last week, but the episode's now out. But I was on Ideal Remake with, yes, that's with, our, right. with our friend Sam Gash. And we did a, a pitch for how we would do a new James Bond movie. And it would be loosely remaking from Rush With Love. Um and it's a super super fun conversation. Uh mm-hmm. to no What's one su- that one uh to passport. Oh yeah, to to to, to passport with affection. Yeah. Or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Uh, to no one's surprise, I talk a lot about it because Bond is my number one fandom. Yes. Um but it was a really fun conversation. So the the link to that will be in the show notes and I'll um I'll probably do like a an additional retweet on uh on Twitter and stuff, just to remind people it's out there. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's a fun conversation. Go check it out. Nice. Uh, yeah, but uh, I think that does it. We did it. I know. We it's pretty short. We set out to be faster than normal, and we we are actually. Unless we can, we can drag this out of another? 15. No, I don't want to. It's really can fucking hot. we do a hot. fifteen minute long outro here?
1: We could, but I'm already sweating. <laughs> I know. Through my favorite hat.
0: No. Yeah. I play- it's like you always wear that hat. Do you I own other know. hats? Do you wear other hats? I do, but this one just fits me very well. Why don't you list all of your hats? Maybe try and shoot for about fifteen minutes long talking on that subject. Uh,
1: I could. I have an Apu Nahasa Pipa Pedal on hat. you've already messed it up. Nahasa Pipa Pedal on. Uh, I have my Roger Rabbit hat. I have my Ku hat. I have my pink something something hat. Someone just gave it to me on the beach one day. Um, you just
0: have some stranger's hat
1: no uh it was for uh, a beach day with my gym uh another group came over uh that had just done some other like fitness thing it's like oh we have all these extra hats and merch uh do you guys just want them because going can do anything so i got a hat from them oh nice um i have my red hat my my air Herc hat. hmm i hate this bit i hope you cut this bit out nope uh, what else do I have that all of them? You do not have my you, Mickey hat. You can stop the bit itself, my Mickey ear hat. No, because I'm a completionist. I think that's all of them.
0: Okay. that immediately backfired yeah. on me,
1: and a green one and a and a black one
0: well cameron the best, if yeah. they if they want to see your hats, where can they find you slash them? Uh,
1: if you want to see my art, you can find that at camera.dexter. And if you want to see my face and my adventures, you can find that at camdexter underscore adventures.
0: Boom, boom, boom. Yeah,
1: on Instagram and only Instagram because Twitter doesn't
0: exist. Yeah. It's a figment of your imagination. I um, I am not the biggest fan of Twitter. I cut out Facebook before I cut out Twitter, to be honest. Okay. Um, I mostly keep Twitter for Maddie. I
1: mean, at this point, <laughs> At Facebook, this point. <laughs> For me, Facebook right now is just for the Great Mates group. Yeah. And then my two art groups. Yeah, exactly. I I don't see friends anymore. Yeah,
0: I I have unfollowed so many people, and my feed is mostly just the various groups that I'm a part of. Yeah. uh, Which is fine. It's the way I prefer it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because people? Yeah, no. I don't um, like those. Yeah, but, uh, and also they should definitely be tuning in this week because you'll have tons of Comic-Con stuff. Yes, on, on I, I will be sharing
1: all my Comic-Con stuff on Camdexer Adventures and as well as Tim Talk when I remember. Exactly,
0: at Tim Talk about on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail, specifically Instagram this week. I will be sending camera reminders. Thank you, because I will forget. Go do things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I will be living a normal, boring life this week on my own, uh, and you will find me doing those things at Lordifer on Instagram and Twitter. Perfect. So, but uh yeah thanks for listening everybody yeah thanks we'll be back next
1: week with more zeta um well potentially oh no comic-con no week.
0: we'll have to do like a uh another comic-con decluster. yeah which will always be fun mm-hmm. spread this comic-con zeta. extravaganza yeah we'll just spread this th- zeta out like a a, thick. a a fine a fine thin butter i was thinking like like a very
1: rotten jar of mayonnaise
0: oh yeah now you've really ruined it for me good oh and on that note i'm gonna go throw up
1: yes thanks for listening everyone bye bye